Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. San Diego experienced some of the highest inflation in the country in January. It reached its highest point since 1982, with electricity, gas, food, and car prices leading the surge. Philip Molnar covers real estate and the economy at the Union Tribune. So, Philip, the inflation rate in San Diego County was 8.2% last month, according to the federal government. Only two metros were hit worse, Tampa and Riverside. Why is this happening? So inflation rate is up throughout the entire nation. So the same time that San Diego inflation was up to 8.2% in January, the rest of the nation was at 7.5%. So an easier explanation is all California markets seem to have higher inflation than the rest of the nation, no matter what's going on. And that's typically because of high housing costs and gasoline costs. So basically, we're always going to be a little bit higher than what's going on. As far as why the nation's inflation rate is up, I mean, there's a lot of things going on. Despite a lot of a segment of the population really hurting during COVID, actually, for the most part, people in the United States are doing better financially than they were before it. So a lot of that comes to being a stay-at-home worker, not having to pay costs for gas, all that kind of stuff, keeping your job throughout the whole pandemic. But even if you lost your job, there were really good unemployment benefits and other programs going on. So yeah, people are really doing well with these wage gains and how much they've been able to save during this time. Yeah, you know, still though, some of the prices, especially the price increases were kind of shocking. I mean, we saw electricity go up 43%. I think we heard that plenty from people in San Diego, you know, over the last couple of months complaining about astronomical bills. Um, Gas is up 40%, used cars are up 38%. So, I mean, what else have we seen rise? We've seen a lot of different areas increase. There's so much demand for just about everything you can imagine that, there's a supply shortage and that drives up prices for what's left. So food costs, if you break it down, so dairy was only up 1%, so that's good. But like cereals and bakery goods were up 6.6%, fruits and vegetables up 4.2%, and food in restaurants was up nearly 12%. So if you're eating out, that's really where you're gonna see it. Uh, Housing costs, which are mainly rents, were up about 6.7%. Medicare, medical care actually only increased 1.1%. Apparel costs were up 6.6%. So retail was really hurt hard during the pandemic. Apparel costs were way in the basement, you know, as far as any sort of increase, but now we're starting to see them climb up from this sort of depressed level. And of course, as you mentioned, motor fuel is just out of control. So unleaded regular gas, which is what most of us are using, is up 40.6%. Yeah, that hurts. Um, Well, you know, as you noted, you know, prices go up over time. And as long as wages are keeping pace, it's not necessarily a problem. But, you know, some of these categories, um, these are really big gains. I mean, is there an end in sight? Is this expected to turn around where this is just, you know, this is what things cost now? It depends on who you talk to. Most economists with the Biden administration and actually most of the ones that I've talked to for my inflation articles Everyone's expecting inflation to slow down as the year goes on, not to be at this level. Although we've seen those predictions before, and it seems like inflation just keeps picking up. One of of the biggest reasons here is during the first year and a half pandemic year, we're still in the pandemic, but in the the start of it, 
things were really depressed. Like there was no surging gas prices. There wasn't as much need for a lot of these things. You know, you weren't going to be out buying as much stuff during those early days. And a lot of times, even in California, we had a curfew for a little bit. So that was definitely affecting restaurants and whatnot. So all these things are at sort of a depressed level to begin with. So even though they're going up way more than what you'd expect to get back to normal, what we are seeing though is this sort of surging from that low level. So if that's one factor you're considering, yes, then inflation should start to calm down as the economy is really in a lot of ways back to normal. Yeah, I mean, how many of these are due to supply shortages? Like, you know, I've heard that the price of cars is because, uh, you know, the making of chips that cars required during the pandemic went down. So it's like, which ones can we expect to to turn around once supplies pick up? So, yeah, the car thing is really difficult. There's a lot of different factors that went into it. A big part of it was all the rental car companies selling pretty much their entire fleet at the start of the pandemic, which didn't help either. Um, you know, the weird thing about the, the chip shortage thing, I don't know how much that's really affecting because our new car prices are barely up like 4% in San Diego, whereas used car costs are, you know, completely through the roof. So I think it has a lot to do more with people trying to get those cars. Obviously, one thing that helps the used car market, though, is when people are buying new cars that might they might not necessarily need. So if there is more of a supply out there of people buying those new cars that have all their chips, yeah, eventually that should hopefully. But as far as car costs go, I don't know. Some people are predicting that could take years. Um, as far as food goes, you know, a lot of it's pretty interesting for food having to do with supply chains and demand and stuff. And I think there's more reason to be optimistic there because a lot of the problems where things are getting held up like in ports and all this kind of stuff, there's a lot, there's a huge push to try and get all that figured out, to try and get the supply chain back to, you know, a normal level. So hopefully we'll see that go down first, but uh, yeah, it's kind of anybody's guess. You know, you could talk to me in a couple months and I'd be like shocked, you know, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. Okay. Well, hopefully sooner than later. Philip Molnar, real estate and economy reporter. Thanks. Thanks so much.